This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, Dan, good afternoon. Oh, hey, Jeff. We made it. We made it. We're uh, kind of running out the final stretch here. Uh, thanks for joining me here on the stage this afternoon. Uh, just had a, a couple things. As you know, we launched our partnership here a, a while back. We had a shared vision for bringing unique data to our customers to try and have a competitive advantage and doing that through their existing systems of record and systems of systems of engagement, you know, AKA operational systems. So we've had some success. The engagement has borne a lot of positive fruits and we're very bullish on it. Um, so maybe let's step back and talk a little bit about if you were starting this out and said, Hey, what kind of data would I want to have access to that would give me a competitive advantage? What would that, what would that be? Uh, I mean, look, every time we're talking about data, we want to talk about like the, the persona we want to talk about, you know, like how do we make it the most actionable possible data? Yeah. And then when you're playing any game, like you're, you're competing in any way, it's all about not just having the same amount of information as, as your competitor or, uh, or your partner, but also to having the more like a deeper level of contextualized data. And I'm going to sound like a broken record about <laughs> context. Like, so, so really, you know, if I'm, if I'm a shipper or I'm an LSP and I'm negotiating for a spot load, like, yeah, I, absolutely. What I want is, you know, what are the contract rates out there right now? What are the spot rates that are out there right now? But I want to go with a level deeper as well. So I want to look at, Hey, you know, what are, what's the, uh, the tender reject, uh, uh, trend looking like right now? Yeah. What is the, the, just the overall, uh, tender volume looking at right now? And I want to also be able to look at the, the actual up and down, uh, of like where that specific lane is trending for that specific day. And, uh, and I mean that, that same concept can be extended out across any persona, but what's most important is that contextualized data at a user's fingertips. Okay. So you, you touched on a couple of really important things, you know, one contextual data that's actionable. But you also talked about some things that are probably not familiar or um, that users are used to on a regular basis, right? Not everyone understands tenders, how to leverage those to understand trends of the market. So how do you how do you take this new information set and drive adoption of that data? Um, all right, uh, you you ready to like get weird? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something about me is, uh, you know, if I'm, if I've got like a weekend night at home yep. by myself, like I'm going to turn the TV on, I'm going to order a burger okay. and, and I'm going to sit there with, you know, burger and fries and I'm going to have Netflix on. Yep. And then I'm going to realize as I'm sitting on the couch that there's no condiments, there's no ketchup, no, no mustard, anything on that burger in my fridge, 20 feet away. I've got all the condiments that I need. Okay. I'm eating a dry burger. 10 out of 10 times I'm eating a dry burger <laughs> because I'm not going to actually take that next step. And this is what happens when we see with, with users, right? Yeah. 
is users in working in any system on a day-to-day basis when like they're, whether it's operations, finance, et cetera, they're like, if you make information available to them, a lot of times they will make decisions and never actually go and grab that information. So if I'm, if I've got a license in uh, to go look at some sonar data, but it's not right there in the load that I'm working on right that at that moment, I may not even look. I might assume that the previous load that I moved for that lane, it's going to be indicative of what I'm seeing in the future. Okay. And so the key here is put it right there into their workflow and you're integrating the, the appropriate data points. You're putting it right in front of the, uh, the actual users as they're making this and the decisions to a point where they can't make a decision without seeing this contextualized information. So basically making it easy for them to consume the unique data to gain a competitive advantage that we're hoping to exactly. love the analogy of the burger that's in Netflix at night. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. So, um, all right. So let's say you commit to that journey of getting access to unique data, and then you take the next step of getting that data in the hands of the users who are using those current existing systems of record or sy- systems of engagement. What would be some expected outcomes of doing that that one would hope to achieve? Um, so one of the things that we tend to measure is, um, you know, uh, every every company has their own version of this, but we we call it overspend, right? And so, hey, did I did I spend the amount, the minimum amount for that move for that day that I could have possibly spent, right? And or, or am I overspending using a different contract, a different carrier, you know, a, a different mode than I needed to? Uh, and so one of the things that I'm, that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be measuring against that, but more importantly, I'm going to be measuring against the baselines, right? So because I have this data, this is, this is what I'm now able to do. So, you know, we, uh, thinking about it of like that strategical, uh, that strategic and that tactical user or that, that persona, the mindset, um, on a strategic level, I could take all of my load data for the whole month, the whole year, whatever, and I can I can pull that information from Sonar, and I can I've got my my different indices, I've got my spot, I got my contract, I know exactly you know what those trends look like over time, but I don't really know what went into the actual decision making process for the end user when they were sending a tender out to XYZ carrier. Okay. If I've integrated that data directly into the TMS or depending on the shipper, it might be a, you know, it might be an ERP or some, some folks even operating from a WMS. But if I've integrated that data and I've got it like embedded within that workflow as a strategic user, I can now roll all of that up and I can look at the comparison of, um, you know, the, the different decision points that go into this. Uh, I can, I can understand kind of that mindset. Uh, and the, the, the biggest thing is now, when I'm pulling any of that data, I've got an ETL process from my system going into a data warehouse. I've got this massive BI strategy. It's all already there. And these are just new data points. And I can, and all I got to do is just go to a reporting team, say, hey, give me a dashboard with this, right? Yeah. So you've got, so what you articulated now is not simply just having unique data that gives you a competitive advantage, but now you've got the ability because it's self-contained within the workflow of that transaction. Now you're capturing that data, you have the ability to put it in a data warehouse or data lake, as you said, and now you have the the whole transaction, including some of these UDK insights to see what kind of impact 
you can now have on the business. Right. Exactly. And so like the, um, the analogy that we've used, uh, you know, when we're, when we're working with, uh, with FreightWaves and, and FreightWaves customers is, uh, it's like, you know, you're, you're enabling a user to be playing poker where everybody else's cards are on the table. <laughs> you, like, you know, it's exactly, two good analogies today. I, oh, I, I'll crush it on analogies, <laughs> but uh, but that's, that's exactly what we want for that end user, the person who, I mean, it, honestly, they are the most impactful within, within the process. But if we, uh, if we then flip the script and say, all right, well now what's the value up the chain, right? What's the value to your CFO, your COO, your, uh, your chief logistics officer, supply chain officer. It's now being able to get the insights on, uh, the behaviors that are taking place, looking at what those successes are and starting to isolate those and turn that into process changes, turn that into uh, proactive procurement and, uh, and uh, analysis negotiations with your carrier base so that it's no longer just about relying on that end user. It's about a, like an actual strategic level where because I've got this data, because I understand what the, co- what the carriers want, what my brokers want uh, and customers want, uh, I'm able to start becoming that, uh, you know, that shipper of, of, uh, uh, like that, that shipper record that, uh, that preferred shipper receiver yep. that, you know, that S rock. Yep. Yep. So, it, you know, a big theme of the last two days has been the market obviously is, is soft right now. And it's not a question of if it's a question of when the problem is no one knows when it's going to change. Is now the time to look at this as a strategy to help fortify you know, what your capabilities are, you know, be prepared for when the market does turn. And so that you've got systems like this that are taking contextualized, actionable data, putting it in the hands of the users via their existing systems and be better prepared for tomorrow. I I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Like now, now is absolutely the time, but also, you know, again, you're looking at the two different sides of the same coin. You've got the, the brokers and LSPs that are out there. You've got the shippers that are, that are out there on the, on the brokerage side. I mean, look, it's, it's a volume game, right? It's, it's about capturing that market share right now and being able to capitalize on that as the market starts to turn in order to start getting that type of volume and be able to start and make that as profitable as you possibly can at the moment. It is all about the data at your fingertips. On the shipper side, it's the same thing. Now you're at the advantage right now, but what you're doing is like we were talking about is you're capturing those data points at this point in time, you're getting that into your overall BI strategy. And now you can start, uh, you know, really like, um, coming to the table with a lot of insights when the market does turn and you want to like really focus down on that, on those contracted rates and those partnerships, uh, as you're moving forward. So, uh, I mean, yes, absolutely. That's the time. And, and, you know, one of the things that we've been able to do together is create some repeatability around those integrations, whether it's a shipper TMS or ERP, uh, whether it's a brokerage system and be able to say, Hey, look, regardless of what that workflow is, these integrations are there. They're flexible enough to start enabling that, uh, you know, that end to end workflow. So, so maybe let's talk about that. Uh, you know, you can, you can do integrations without having, you know, pre-built connectors, so to speak. Um, what are the, what are the benefits and trade-offs of using, you know, pre-built connectors and technology as opposed to writing point-to-point integrations? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, it's about, uh, repeatability and flexibility, right? Yeah. 
So I, I, I think it is, it is no secret. A lot of companies use more than one system or they're in the middle of transitioning from one to another. If in that point to point integration strategy, you're now dead set into like that specific behavior, that specific workflow. And if you ever change anything, you're now unplugging and rebuilding that integration. And so really what we, you know, what we've focused on here is building that flexibility with the freight waves APIs while also being able to say, Hey, look, it doesn't matter if the source system is, uh, you know, Oracle or Mercury gate or blue yonder or, you know, any, or even just, you know, like an SAP ERP, uh, you're, all you're doing is you're saying, all right, what is the workflow that's going to be most important for this user profile? Do I need to do this synchronously, like in real time, or do I need to just say, uh, Hey, I'm going to, you know, send this out and just send it back in whenever you've got it. Am I, and, uh, am I looking at this from a reporting perspective or am I looking at this from an operational perspective and meeting all those needs, regardless of, uh, you know, that, that source, that destination stays the same. And we keep building around all of these new capabilities that FreightWaves keeps introducing. And so constantly keeping that in tune so I can reuse that for every single customer. So that would imply um, that you have a lower total cost of ownership down the road. Oh, have spanned on that? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so think about all the things that go into an integration. Uh, you know, it's not just the workflow consultants, uh, you know, on your source system. It's not just the uh, API architecture and the infrastructure that you need to be able to build out. It's not just the, uh, the actual like developers that you're going to need to be able to bring in, but it's also the, um, uh, it's also the ongoing costs. It's the support and, and maintenance. It's keeping up with what, you know, your end provider is, uh, is putting out there, uh, you know, as they introduce their own enhancements. Yeah. And that's, that's really the key is you're removing all that OPEX, you're removing all that CAPEX and you're saying, Hey, look, this is a single connection and let's just keep rolling this out one of the most valuable things that FreightWaves is, uh, is offering right now in the market is just core integration with the source TMS. So in essence, you've got what we're talking about is again, giving unique data that's contextual, it's actionable, putting it in the hands of those customer facing employees within their existing systems to drive and maximize adoption so that you can get some of those expected outcomes uh, that you're looking to try and, and drive towards to improve the overall health of the business. And in doing that, you put in an architecture that's flexible as a lower total cost of ownership down the road. I mean, said it pretty cleanly right there. Like, yeah. I mean, that is, that's exactly it. Um, I, I mean, that is like, this is, this is my favorite thing to talk about. I would love to talk to you or anybody else about this for hours on end. Um, but yes, it, it is about the flexibility so you can get that actionable contextualized data in real time, uh, you know, with, without putting any additional effort on the users. Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you again. Um, uh, we've had a great partnership so far and looking forward to doing some great things together, moving forward and excited about what lies ahead. And uh, again, thank you for the time today. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Great.